Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. We're going to go deep on a platform that we all sleep on. And I met this gal. Judy Fox, Fox Rocks, LinkedIn. I met her on Clubhouse. Didn't even mention Tristan. We couldn't go an entire conference without mentioning Clubhouse. I met her on Clubhouse. She blew my freaking mind. I had to. I had to interview her on the LCA podcast, and uh, we've stayed in touch ever since because what she's doing on LinkedIn, and she is she's like Michelle Berman is to, to Instagram to LinkedIn. And she's got a coaching platform and she teaches people how to maximize the platform. So if LinkedIn is the platform for you, this is your, this is your gal. And if you're looking to broaden, if you're looking to broaden your horizons and add another platform, pay attention. This is, this is a sleeper. Uh, Judy, welcome. Thank you for being patient. Excited to be here. I feel like I need to throw on my hat now because uh, you <sighs> both have hats on. So <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. It's and I do yeah. LinkedIn like a fox. <laughs> so branding energy branding. Got good energy everybody and i'm going to surprise you all about linkedin if you've not thought about it or you're not sure where to start i'm going to unlock it for you so let's oh i heard so unlock many good away. things already i wrote i've got notes me and my post-it notes but um everything that everyone was sharing I got a chance to listen to the full conversation with Rory London and DRock, and so much of the advice is transferable across all social media. So let's just start there, because if you've already been taking notes, don't hit the brakes when you come to LinkedIn and go, it's a totally different platform. Delete the word professional. I hate that. 
replace it with leadership. It's just show up as the best leader that you can. If you're hilarious on TikTok, you don't need to be a totally different person because we will find your TikTok. If, if we're going to find you online, just because you put it over here doesn't mean you shouldn't put it on LinkedIn. Find a way to repurpose it. So I'm going to encourage you to repurpose your content. Okay. <laughs> oh, where do you want me to start? Tristan, Jeff? Let's, I mean, I kind of just started. So. Well, let's dive into, <laughs> let's dive right into it because agents and business owners aren't really using LinkedIn as much as we should. And I think it's because we don't know where to start. Like, what do we post on there? How often and and how is it different than everything else that we're familiar with, like Facebook or, or Instagram? I like to think of the tone on LinkedIn is a with us energy and a we energy. It's not you, you need to do this and you need to do that. It's it's the equivalent of if I could sit next to you at a table at a meeting room or get a cup of coffee with you and have five minutes, what would we talk about and how would we talk together? Because this feeling of I could be your equal, we're on a potentially equal playing field. You're no smarter than me. I'm, there's just things we both know that I would want to know from your brain and your life and your experience and you would want to know from mine. We love the personal journey of your career. So that story that London shared of the Dunkin' Donuts, totally post that because the way he said it, what his words came out on this presentation, his talk, he should post that exactly how he shared that story. I was inspired. I saw somebody get $100,000 on a Dunkin' Donut one deal. And now I have a deal on Dunkin' Donuts. It's not a hundred thousand yet, but I'm headed there. I'm going to get my donut named after me, my Lund donut or whatever he called it. Loaned it. Oh, so Lund good, it. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to eat a donut. Tristan's like, I'm eating already. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to snack right in between and hope that somebody names the food after me one day. That's, nice. That's awesome. So yeah, I don't, the best thing I can tell you about LinkedIn is it's a we energy, not I am amazing. You need to do this. It's we. It's we can get something done. We can, if if I was able to do this, you can do it too, but kind of a we feeling to it. Does that make sense? Together. It's like we can do it together kind of feeling. Corporate talk, I guess. <laughs> is, there, is there a cadence as to how often we should be posting to LinkedIn? Because that's where I get stuck. Like when, how often? Okay. I will say that I have a micro brag, but I think about longevity and sustainability. I actually have my master's degree in sustainability. So I'm thinking, how can you be on any platform and not, um, I like, for example, we listen to the advice to uh, create content one day a week and film it all, record it all, get it all done. And then that helps your mental health. Cause not every day do you feel like filming a video? No, you don't want to be on all the time. It requires different energy. So same thing on LinkedIn. If you can bulk some of your content or some of your repurposing of your posts from other platforms and kind of bulk that together. What I tell people is, two things. Perception is reality. 
if you have a reality where you are running a busy corporation, but you have all the time in the world to post and be on LinkedIn 24 seven feeling, you might want to slow down your cadence and actually be less available because that actually increases people wanting to get a hold of you and not perceiving you incorrectly. Does that make sense? Either we think you have yeah. a really, really big team and that's not you mm-hmm. or, oh my gosh, that's really that person. And they're posting once a week and you might actually get more traction and engagement with once a week versus constantly being available to us as if you have no other business happening in the whole world. So pay yeah. attention to the perception and the reality of your current audience. And what are you trying to attract? Venture capitalists, uh, even real estate, I tell them, don't post all the time. If we think you're always online, on LinkedIn, again, there's other platforms where it's easier to get on stories and quick, and we understand that, but there's some perception on LinkedIn that we think you spend extra time on it. So what are you doing? Are you actually getting back on my contract? Are you actually going to connect me to the mortgage agent you were going to do? I mean, people get a little edgier on LinkedIn, I think, when the perception is reality. Does that make sense? That totally makes sense. Uh, I like that. I like what you said, because that's where I fall off. I'm like, okay, am I supposed to be posting as much as I am on TikTok or Instagram or, or even Facebook? So I, I love that part of it. Now, how does it change as well? Like if I'm, when you're saying we, I love that. First of all, great mindset shift on posting to LinkedIn, but should I be posting more about my business on LinkedIn? Should I still be posting like personal stuff? Like what, what D-Rock said to Jeff, like, Hey, also post your family. What does that look like? More, more, more clarity just for me personally. What does that look like? I like to think that each post can have a purpose. Each post can do something. It is, I don't know if I am trying to come up with a good uh, equivalent, but it's the idea that you have the train, you have the engine, maybe the engine is relatability in this post. And you do want to share some of your personal story. And then the caboose on that story is encouraging people to follow you or join your, listen to your latest podcast. It might not be any type of hard pitch, but just getting people into a funnel or something. It's like converting somebody to do one more thing. Again, when I was listening to Rory, it was this idea that a customer can turn into a customer eventually. They don't have to be somebody who is sold from the first moment they find you on LinkedIn and having some soft calls to action. That is perfect because we don't always need to hard pitch everyone because I believe you should build your LinkedIn profile to sell you. That is more powerful. Mm -hmm. So you can be almost super relatable, super um, be the person and share the stories and share your journey and not have to constantly convert people. All you have to do sometimes is get converting people to look at your profile. Say, if you want to get in touch, go check out my profile. And that way you, that's, that's such a soft call to action because it doesn't even move somebody to your website. It doesn't create a funnel that is so far away and they won't do it. The amount of people, if you just tell them after at the end of your post to point people back to your, either your LinkedIn company business page or your personal profile, they're staying on the platform. It's just like saying link is in my bio link is in my profile. 
do that instead of the link is in the comments. Don't do that. It doesn't move anybody. Make them go get the thing in your profile. <laughs> that's so, so that's, good. That's, that's really, that's, that's like not rocket science. And I never really thought of it in that perspective. You, Judy, you always do this to me. You always do something to me and make <laughs> me feel really stupid. No, you're not yeah. stupid. But I forgot to mention sustainability. Have your personal hashtag. That's the second thing for visibility. So yes, post most of my clients are posting once to twice a week. And that is amazing visibility. I'm getting anywhere from 40 to 50,000 views per post on a client that only has 4,000 followers. So yeah, why are we going to post more and more and more when we should leverage the 40,000 views we just got on the last post with over a thousand likes and comments? That's already conversation. That's already warm leads and you don't need to constantly post for more conversation if you already have it. It's like jumping off a stage with a microphone and then running onto the next stage and you never serve the audience you just talked to. So to keep the conversation going with the current audience. So sustainability, I'm going to mention, this is my little brag, a uh, little back to Gary Vaynerchuk, but I looked up hashtag Gary V on LinkedIn and I put a challenge for myself to beat his hashtag and I beat it because I was like, I want to have more followers than hashtag Gary V. But, and I got it, but here's the thing. So hashtag Fox Rocks is uh, beating out Gary Vaynerchuk. I've got like a little internal uh, fun back and forth with his team on LinkedIn. <laughs> but what I would say is, you can follow people like Gary Vaynerchuk and model after success. That's what I looked at his post. One of my most viral posts that hit half a million was modeled after Gary Vaynerchuk because I just looked at what him and his team were doing. And I said, it's my story. I didn't steal anything from them, but I took, it's like seeing an outline and realizing, you know what? I can plug and chug into the same type of format and I can create with again, my own knowledge, my own, every content is inside of that piece, but it's modeled after what I saw Gary Vaynerchuk doing on LinkedIn. So. Well, now I'm on LinkedIn and I'm, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my profile and I'm like, okay, I need to, um, I need to work on a few things now, <laughs> Judy. Thanks. The profiles have changed. If you haven't been on LinkedIn in a while, the exciting thing is they launched creator mode which is LinkedIn acknowledging at the highest level, even from the senior VPs down, that creators exist. The influencer economy is here. It's not going anywhere. They have launched a weekly creator spotlight from the senior VPs of LinkedIn editors. So they create a list of who are they currently spotlighting this week. And creator mode allows you to start that conversation. They recognize the power of hashtags. They're starting to recognize the power of being a content creator and highlighting the content, which is really, really great. Oh, now I'm looking cool. at that too, so I can change it. Jeff, we need to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what? The one place I probably beat you, Tristan, is LinkedIn. Um, that's one place I don't see you very often. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm not there as often as I am other platforms, but I'm there consistently every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. Um, but I, I will say one thing, Judy, I want to, I want to, I want to, um, bring back to, which is that personal hashtag. 
I, I, I want to make sure people understand that we have a loan officer who has a hashtag. I do home loans. And, and at first, like people didn't understand why he was doing it. This is a guy who gets it. He's got a million followers on Facebook for one of his, one of his hobbies. Um, he's a, the guy's a big deal uh, in that world, uh, which is, which is tractor pulling. And he brings it back to mortgage. And he's one of the best loan officers in the entire company as a result of that. And he has a hashtag and it makes him findable. Like it, that's a, that's, you know, it's cataloging essentially. And I don't know that everybody understands that. They didn't want to assume everybody did, but if you can find something like Judy, yours is Fox, Fox rocks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's become famous for on, on LinkedIn on link, legitimately famous on LinkedIn. And, and when people are using your hashtag, like they're just giving you a boost. It's that's, that's all there is to it. It's that simple. And so um, that's a really good idea. I've never done it. I mean, I will, I will, I will hashtag, you know, like our, our region, like the name of our region. I'll sometimes do, you know, Pitzer media or junk on social things like that, uh, but not consistently. And that's so smart because that's another sign of when you make it. And then people are essentially giving you free, uh, you know, kind of a free shout out in their post. And um, it's it's really good. I didn't want I wanted to make sure that didn't get overlooked. Just like the link in the bio thing as well. I don't want that to get overlooked as well. That's that's so profound. Um, and I want to make sure people understand the point. If you say go to the comments, they're just staying there on the post. If you force them to go to your bio, now you just sent them down a potential rabbit hole of learning all about you. That's when you freaking win. That's gold. Yes. And I I saw a question or a chat and a couple of things you just said. Number one, it creates a catalog. So a newsfeed of your own content. When you type in the search bar, hashtag Fox rocks, the power of a hashtag, the power of hashtag Gary V the power is other people can post about Gary Vaynerchuk and leverage the visibility that Gary Vaynerchuk already has. Do we all know that? Would we want Gary Vaynerchuk to say yes to being on your podcast. If you would say yes to that, that is the power of visibility and a hashtag. So for me to have, I think I'm at 900 and something, 960 followers of my hashtag, which means if you, I'm not telling you to do this, but you can do it. If you post and you literally, it has to have me in it. I mean, I, I will be blunt. If you just try to spam Gary Vaynerchuk's hashtag, nobody gives a crap. But if you post something that you saw Gary Vaynerchuk on stage, you saw him, you were at a live stream and you took a picture of him and you post on your LinkedIn and you wrote what you learned and you hashtag and you tag Tristan and you tag Jeff and you tag the brands and you tag the sponsors and all those people like and comment, guess what? That's your visibility, their visibility, and you all grow and you all collectively get a bigger visibility. That's the power of it. It's like... If you're, if you're willing to kind of not make yourself the spotlight at that point, it's kind of what D-Rock just said. Again, I love what everyone has shared so far because you have to give what you want to get. If you want that visibility, go out and give somebody else the spotlight for a minute and just ride along with that concept because it's not always about you. Yeah, win-win. And somebody mentioned, hey, they only give you five hashtags. LinkedIn doesn't have a lot of hashtags that you're going to use, but you need to be smart about the ones you use. And that is the power of it. Grow one personal hashtag. Super hard to grow five all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Cause then the audience is like, I don't know what to do. So I just grew one hashtag, hashtag Fox rocks and that's it. So go out and grow your hashtag. <laughs> mm, there's a good question right there. Well, and, and by the way, before somebody just asked a good question, I want to, I want to ask that if you are still here today and you had a question and it didn't get answered because obviously we've been just on lightning speed today, feel free to a DM the speaker. You can try that. I, I can't promise all of them are quick to reply or you can DM myself or Tristan, and we will make sure that we get back to all of you. If we don't know the answer, we'll go to the source and get the answer. I just wanted to state that. So if anybody doesn't get a question answered because we are on lightning speed, just shoot us a DM, whichever platform you're in. Tristan and I are on all of them. Just actually don't DM Tristan on LinkedIn. You may not see it. Um, just kidding, Tristan. I won't. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you do it right now, I'm on because I'm looking at Judy Fox. I'm like, oh, damn it. I need to be on LinkedIn. So somebody just had a good question, and I think you, you can expand on that, which is, should I use my website as my hashtag? Um, and I think you can take this different places, but what is your opinion on that strategy? Or do you have any kind of side strategies that you would, you would say in addition to that? I think that's a great strategy to start with. If you've already branded that online and people know to type that in, then obviously don't do the .com part because, <laughs> but just use the core part of your name and my website. I actually forward addresses. So I own Judy Fox, but I also own Judy Fox dot rocks and I own Judy Fox rocks.com. Like I own all the versions of whatever you could type in. I think I even own the JUDI version and the JUDY version. So there's, if people are going to spell it wrong, try to own as many things as you can around it. Mm, so. Good point. Very good point. I, I like I like what you said there, and you're going to make me digress because this applies <laughs> to all social media. By the way, folks, um, make yourself as easy to find as possible. If if you if you use your name on any of the platforms as you know the the cute realtor in Kansas City. Who the hell knows to look that up, right? I mean, call, what is your damn name? Like you, you look at my name, which is N Juan right now, um, because N hasn't changed my name back since I got kicked <laughs> off. Um, but if you look up Jeff Fitzer on all five of the platforms, um, that's who you're going to find. Because I didn't try to get cute. Uh, I just, very simple. And if you have a common name, fine. Try to build your common name into something that makes you easy to find. Um, and so... Uh, what other advice would you say, though? So we, we mentioned website. What what else comes to mind? Like, where did you come up with Fox Rocks? Um, other than I, the obvious, like Fox Rocks, like you're <laughs> cool, right? You're badass. Um, what, what's your advice on that? What's powerful about LinkedIn? And I just read this in Pat Flynn's book about, and there's so many people that have this advice out there, but I just recently read it in Pat Flynn's book, which was, you can crowdsource for an opinion. That is leadership. You actually can have the answer that you want for yourself. And then you can either ask them and say, what do you all think? And LinkedIn is great for that. If you want a platform that people like to position their expertise, if they're a branding expert, they might actually show up in your comments because they're going to be like, oh, this is up my alley. <laughs> and they get to show up as an expert. Let the people show up as experts in your comments. Give them the platform to be the expert in the comments and give you advice. And that is what I did. And they create the LinkedIn platform created Fox Rocks. I, yeah, it was, and it was the other conversation that happened in the comments was spell it like it sounds F-O-X-R-O-C-K-S. Cause there was a whole argument 
in my comments of no, it should be F O X R O X. Like it's so interesting, but if you get a whole bunch of branding experts all in your comments, they'll just take your content and you'll go viral just because they'll want, and they'll go viral with you. That's the power. That's what I see on TikTok. I love that. Love heading to the comments on TikTok. Cause I'm like, who is the top comment and what did they say? Cause I bet it's hilarious. Mm. And that same thing happens on LinkedIn. You can become the top comment on LinkedIn. And when you surf along with that post, you go everywhere that post goes. So if that post is going to a million people, you as the top comment will go to all those people too. So that's awesome. Uh, there, there's a couple, there's a couple of questions. There's a couple of questions uh, real quick. Uh, is there a certain type of account on LinkedIn? Uh, they, they mentioned the pro account. Is there something that you recommend for people to maximize the platform or does it matter? I would say get started. It doesn't matter. You can start with a free account. I did. I got started in 2009 and I had free all the way up until 2019. <laughs> I never, I think I paid for it off and on for different jobs I had if I had sales navigator, cause I was with a sales team and business development, but I was with a company doing that. Does that make sense for mm-hmm. myself? I only just started paying for it for myself in 2019. Awesome. Good, good advice. advice. You can do a lot with free on LinkedIn. Um, The other thing I was going to mention, Oh, what were you going to say? What other questions? No, no, go, go ahead. Go, you do that. And I'll ask the question. Oh no. I was going to say the featured section has turned into the most powerful part of LinkedIn in the sense that we all think of Instagram and go to my link in my bio or TikTok, go to my link in my bio. So the featured is the equivalent But instead of just getting a link, you get pictures of what they're about to click on and they're featured in these thumbnails. So they've changed it. It's so if you haven't been on LinkedIn in a while and you have not turned on the featured section, turn it on, put up your website, put up your Calendly or your link to get a hold of you and put up your podcast because people will convert from that featured section. I love it. I love it. I took notes on that right now. So Judy, thank you for that question. Two different questions. Do you recommend posting every detail of one's career history on LinkedIn? Is that something that we should do? I always have a fun tagline for LinkedIn. I say, LinkedIn, we're here for your whole career. Um, We want to know all like the fact that I was a chemical engineer, the fact that I have my master's, I've worked with Rolls Royce, I've worked with Tesla, I've worked with all these brands and companies in my past. It all matters. Even though I was working as an engineer for Tesla, it's still relationships and networking matter long-term on LinkedIn. So you should not worry about oh, but my audience all met me when I was doing this and now I'm a real estate agent and I've shifted my career. LinkedIn, we're here for your whole career. We can hold in our minds the concept that you're going to change and potentially have seven careers over your whole lifetime. So, Whoa. And you know what's so cool about the profile is that you can share it so easily. So once you've outlined everything on there you could just send it out or you can convert it to a pdf so that i always like that see i do know something about linkedin jeff there you go that's the extent of what i know i have i have one final question for you 
What is it? And the million dollar question. So <laughs> we've talked about these, you know, the other platforms, quite a, quite a few of them leading up to you. Um, LinkedIn is definitely different. It's, I mean, if you've got TikTok, you've got LinkedIn, right? Two ends of the spectrum, different. That doesn't mean you can't post TikToks to LinkedIn because I do it, but you know, typically business specific stuff. Um, when somebody asks, what should I be posting on LinkedIn? I don't feel like uh, I'm going to share the same type of content that I'm sharing on Facebook or Instagram on LinkedIn. What is your suggestion? Like what is going to get them engagement and, and get kind of their mojo going, get some momentum on LinkedIn? What is your advice to that, to that person? Um, my first advice is to go every single time. And this always blows their minds, but go out and comment on the stuff that you see on LinkedIn that you feel could be similar to what you might want to post. So sometimes I tell people to go down the path of finding the top voices that have posted that you might look up and see the whole list of all the top voices and be inspired by them. Um, there's a woman that I followed her journey, Hannah Hussman. She's the Philadelphia uh, Eagles mental health coach. And I love following her because she posts one day a week. She posts exactly what she posts on Instagram. And it's a mental sweat Monday, one minute video. And she did that for a whole year. And in one year, she became a top voice on LinkedIn because of just oh. that consistency. So it's almost like, model after success, find your pattern. It doesn't matter as much as, cause I was listening. It's about trust. Going back to Rory's talk. I was hearing him say, trust, we trust patterns. You don't have to be anyone else on LinkedIn, but if you create a pattern that we feel safe within your audience will just explode on LinkedIn because it's all about trust, micro and macro trust. And that she grew a hashtag. She grew her hat mental sweat Monday hashtag. She, we know exactly when we see her post her. And so, but for realtors types of posts before and afters, we potentially love seeing, um, even a before and after of your story doesn't always have to be a physical before and after of a property, but we posted that we got this house up for listing. And here's the after of the story. It's a journey. It's not always a full on before and after. Does that make sense? But you took me through a before this house got sold and now it got sold. Too many people just want to list the property and tell me I'm trying to sell this. And the mm. platform is more interested in your career and your journey and your experience. So if you have a story associated with it, you could, you might open up this post why this property was one of the toughest, but best decisions I made this year and say your journey to why it was a tough property to sell or something like that. But then you give us the after and you say, I sold it to this family. It's successful. And you must have many before and after journey stories in your back pocket from years ago, any mistakes, lessons learned. We love that. And the final category that I love sharing, we want to celebrate your success. I have real estate agents come to me. They were, they got listed in a um, feature somewhere, a top 100 listing of real estate agents in their local area or something. Celebrate it. We want to celebrate career success on LinkedIn. So, and the whole platform will rally around those kind of posts and that helps lift up your other content. It's like, 
move yourself through this pattern of relatable story. And then you could potentially put something that is a little more uh, industry insights or industry lessons learned. So if I had a three post pattern, relatable or success, what did I say again? Before and after journey story kind of stories. And then the industry insights, anything breaking news in your industry and what you think about it. We don't care that it's just breaking news. We care what you think about it as the person sharing this post. There you go. That's your post for real estate or mortgage. Are you giving me some (laughs) ideas for Jeff? Jeffy Jeff Sundays. I'll tune in. Jeffy Jeff Sundays. I mean, you, you, you want me to make an, I like, I love pizza gift too. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you're just your guinea pig for all kinds of things. (laughs) So I will say one more thing, but I will say I go, I have started as of January, I started, and I know I'm switching platforms to talk about clubhouse for a second, but I did make a decision at the beginning of the year, every single Wednesday, 4 PM Eastern I'm on clubhouse. It is consistent. It's the same room. It's always on LinkedIn. And I just looked at my numbers, that pattern 50 X to my business. So I just want to tell you, don't sleep on, it's almost like, don't sleep on any platform. We're all telling you the same thing. Once a week pattern and behavior can take your business to the next level on, um, I think it's just any, I'll be blunt. I think it's almost any platform at this point. It's, it's like that Gary V it's like the thousand videos How many times can you do something once a week and get that consistency? And maybe that is, takes a little longer on YouTube, maybe not, but you got to do it just to make it work. Tristan, Tristan, we no, Tristan, we are going to do a live in drunk on social with Ed Stulock and Judy Fox. And we're going to debate clubhouse. Um, we're going to bring it back from the dead mm-hmm. a bit, big, because the point is, and you and I have said this, Tristan, and even I feel like you and I've gotten beaten down. It's, it's the platform dying, the platform dying, the platform dying. Well, it's dying for most because they couldn't figure out how to use it or it, they, they let it be a time suck. But there are people, uh, you're looking at her. She's got fox ears on right now. Uh, and, I'm about and to get on Clubhouse after this. <laughs> Clubhouse is working for her. It's anything is possible. I love what you said. That was a great. That was a great way to end this. Um, Judy, thank you so much for being on. I mean, this is. Uh, it's really hard to find people that can are crushing on a platform like like LinkedIn. And Gary V says it too. I mean, and D Rock's always saying it to me. He's like, dude, don't sleep on it, man. Don't sleep on it. And we're talking about LinkedIn here, not Clubhouse, by the way. Um, but I will say, he, quote he, from Gary Vaynerchuk, he has still consistently said, even in 2020, 2021, LinkedIn is 10 years behind. So if you wish you were on Facebook 10 years ago, assume the same thing about LinkedIn. And so yep. you're you're going to kick yourself in 10 years. So now you yep. have a chance. You have a chance. Get on LinkedIn. Same for, same for TikTok. Yes. And, and I think Instagram is probably five years ahead, but still, but still, it's still coming, right? Still, still has yet to really, truly mature. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of opportunity, folks. And and Tristan, this is a perfect uh, segue to saying this is why you follow Drunk on Social because we are going to always be bringing you people like Judy and the people that you listen to today. Um, it, it's going to be killer, and we're going to have some awesome partners. We're just getting started. Uh, the Michelle Bermans and Tanya and Michael with Brandface. Judy, thank you for being here. We're going to do a little bit of recap. So if you want to, if you love Judy so much, 
Judy, where can they go listen to you at Clubhouse if they just want to follow you over there and stalk you? I know, I'm headed over there right now. So I always have a room on Wednesday. So my handle is J-U-D-I-F-O-X-R-O-C-K-S, Judy Fox Rocks. It's the same handle everywhere. So so good. I feel like I'm behind on everything now after after this (laughs) webinar. I'm like... (laughs) Where do I start? But Judy, you you're amazing. Thank you for Let's being. Let's pick on. one thing. Put one one note on one post note and start there. If that's one TikTok, Jeffy Jeff Sundays. I'm in for that, dude. I got I've got a whole list in my can. And, and look look no notice how that my camera said we're not going to share Jeff's blurring secrets. it out. Oh, Jeff secrets. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, good stuff. Thanks, Judy. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.